Welcome to the Arizona Pickleball League Podcast. Presented by Jigsaw Health. And now, your hosts, Danny Jensen and the Orchard Security Guy. Welcome, Arizona Pickleball family. It is Danny Jensen, the chosen one, here with the other chosen one, OSG. What a game it was tonight, huh? Yes, what a game, what a game. We had uh, a couple chickens thrown. I was a little concerned that the distance that the managers were throwing it, Yeah. Um, I wasn't quite sure if it was a challenge or not. One just barely got on to the light blue of the court, but I made it very clear that that needs to have a little more distance, but try not to hit any of the fans. Absolutely. Obviously. I mean, yeah, we need, we need distance on the chicken toss. But we made it. The other thing that I had trying out tonight, I have uh, some special glasses on um, underneath my glasses that, uh, yeah, you, you really can't see them. But they did some research, um, like an owl can rotate and kind of see like about 270 degrees uh, side to side without really moving much. An eagle, a little bit more than that, maybe about 290. But these glasses give me almost... 330 degrees of wow. visual yeah. inspection without really moving a whole lot. Wow. So like, even though I may not be looking at the fans or looking at the situations, I can see everything. Yeah. Wow. That's honestly. So basically what you're telling me is you basically saw Stephanie Vlad destroy the competition today. Did you see yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a fantastic game Stephanie Vlad had today. Thank you, guys. You killed it out there. You were just, in no pun intended, towards the whole gladiator theme. Um, but you guys played very well. We and did. We did. We played well today. Um, you know, Michael and I started out well and mixed. It Absolutely. was nice to kind of have, like, a cushioning this time. Absolutely. You know, it's a little daunting to go into like a second uh, mixed match in a hole. So yep. that was kind of our goal is to like give our second teammates just some cushioning, some breathing room. Absolutely. Um, didn't score as many points as we wanted to, but still had a good lead. So that was nice. Absolutely. Um, helped for the second one. And then <clears throat> women's doubles with Ashley was fantastic. Yeah. So can you talk to us about, I mean, so let's just go through a few of uh, Stephanie's stats. Are we allowed to brag about oh, you a little yeah. bit? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I have great. no idea what they are. So, Stephanie had two body bags, Ooh. a 20 point differential, a 12 to 5 win in the first round, a 20 to 7 win in the third round, and an MVP to your name now. Yeah. Fantastic. That's really nice. That's a good night for me. There you go. <laughs> so, what I want to. What I want to hear from you is basically, were you just feeling it? We saw a lot of drive winners, especially in that third quarter. Talk to us about your game today. Yeah, I mean, so I really like driving from the baseline, and that's yeah. usually on par with me. Um, today they were a little bit off, but, like, the great thing is that I didn't let it bother me. Yeah. Um, so having a good coaching staff and teammates, they were like, hey, take some pace off of it, you know, hit some third shot drops, like, Let's leave the leave the drive alone today. And, um, you know, Headings um, <clears throat> and some of my teammates have really been emphasizing, like, <clears throat> you're so good at the kitchen, just get up to the kitchen. Yeah. 
So um, that's just kind of like what I did today. Um, yeah. Not so good on my drives, but like really solid from the kitchen line. And yeah. Um, I think Ashley and I fed off really well with each other. Um, we saw openings up the middle. Um, yeah. Didn't feel like we had to hit them that hard, but um, yeah, we found them. Yeah, no, it was a fantastic game from you guys, both strategy-wise and just, you know, you can have great strategy, but if you don't follow through and put the game behind it, there's doesn't really matter, right? So you guys were able to have the execution um, on top of that, and so it was really fun to watch. And um, another thing that I noticed, and maybe you felt this way as well, but, like, you guys were very confident in dinking kind of into that like middle area that like that inside hip of the person on the left side um and it seemed to give you guys one long rallies but two like even though they weren't necessarily what i would consider like super dangerous they were still effective and they were giving you guys different balls and different absolutely looks. i think that set up um our putaways was kind of going up the middle either like not giving them an angle to work yep. with um we noticed that both of them were kind of you know leaving it open so yeah. it was it it was a no-brainer for us to kind of go there and no, it worked we we definitely noticed that from here um you guys just were definitely exploiting the weaknesses that they had and and it, sh and it showed and you, you were able to put your best foot forward and, and dominate the game and osg did you did you notice as well were you going to give any warnings to play the center of the court for them or Circling back to the stats yeah, that I she mean, was talking about. Seriously. And again, the backhand is maybe the favorite, but I would like to go back and look and see at the net if you had less than probably a handful of unforced errors up there. Completely agree. So when yeah. you guys got up there, it was very, uh, a very good match. And I believe we Very steady. We also very talked steady. about this in, when we were practicing the other day because I got to be the one that actually played with you guys when Chris was out. And the interesting thing was that you were going a little bit more at some points for a little bit too much. I was, I, I tend to sometimes cut it too yeah. much. I yeah. love my cut. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it changes every matchup for sure. Yeah. But in women's doubles, the middle tends to be open. And, so, and so. you were so consistent. And so like, it was just, it was really fun to watch. And, um, also, talk to us about playing for that first time on the big stage with your new partner, Ashley. It was so easy. Candle. Laria. Candle. Laria. <laughs> um, we share the bond of previously playing for ASU. Yeah. So I think we just like naturally click in that, that aspect. Um, she's super positive, regardless of outcome of points. Um, really encouraging for us to get up to the to the kitchen line quickly. And she has such a big presence. Absolutely. Um, and she's such a good job of like closing that middle um so it, it just it's not open yeah. either so and that's something that i sometimes struggle with so having a partner that like fills in where i lack is it's a really good matchup for us yeah that was really good to watch and, and you guys definitely took control of the game and then you imposed your will on it but not to mention you guys looked like you guys knew what each other were doing without really too much um, mistakes. I know there was a few balls here and there that obviously, but everybody has that, right? It's doubles pickleball, and um, but for the most part, for the first time playing, wow, it looked like you guys were 
um, had played together a lot. Yeah, we haven't. We had, you know, a couple games on Sunday yeah. with you um, and then, uh, you know, warmed up here and practiced a little bit. But, I mean, we spoke a lot before and we're like, hey, like communication is key. Like Definitely. mine, yours, like we just have to talk a lot. And in between points, I think... You know, maybe it's being former tennis players. I think we kind of know how to talk to each other. Absolutely. So it, it worked out really good, well. Good communication between the two. And, and it's really interesting that you mentioned that because I have a good friend who also plays in the Arizona Pickleball League. His name is Kyle Kajuda, that pickleball guy. And he actually talks about how oftentimes you communicate really well with people you play with a lot. And then you communicate less when, when you're playing with others. Um, that you don't play with as much. And it should actually be almost the exact opposite. Yeah. It's like you should communicate more when you're playing with people. And that's just something that not only that we can take at a high level, but anybody playing, anybody that's like out there on any court, you know, the more communication, the less errors. It's just, it's how it works. And um, communication is key both on the court and off, right? Yes. How would you do your job without any communication? I mean, how would we be safe without, I mean, there would not happen. Good point. So. Good point. When it, back to the kind of the start of the game and Ashley Kanda Lyria <laughs> started um, like almost everybody that started here shaky and first tight. serve in the you know return serve in the net I think it actually hit the O in Orchard it might <laughs> and, hit the O in Orchard yeah. <laughs> so what what did you guys do to help her you know kind of calm the nerves so to speak or um, she's just, if you even speak to her, you can tell that she's just a really positive person. So even though I do feel like she was a little tight when she started, um, I didn't worry about her shaking off the nerves. I think also just having that big cushion lead was super beneficial for them in general. Um, and then jumping out for women's, um, I think just, you know, rolling off a lot of points and then seeing our lead build more and more, like gave her more confidence. And I don't feel, I didn't feel any nerves when I was playing playing with her so it was it was nice you could you could actually see her game evolving as she played more throughout the day it was kind of interesting and then when she it, it like really benefited you guys when you guys came out in the third she got all those nerves out then all of a sudden like you said you built up points all of a sudden towards that second half of the third it was like you guys are playing like rock stars and she's getting those big forehand mm -hmm. putaways and she's she's jumping at the kitchen line i'm over here calling her an australian gazelle like huh. i you know it's i was going crazy so it was so good to see that between the two of you and having such a great um mesh early on danny i think that's an emu not a gazelle <laughs> the national uh, national bird from australia ah, emu. why didn't i use that that's all right i could be better time. i could be better i could probably be more prepared I'll be there next time. I apologize to the viewers. I, you know, my bad. I could have been better. So, um, but with that said, I don't think you could have been better tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. You played so very good. Well. Yeah, and we very are. Well. We were very happy to have you and and watch you flourish on the main stage. Thanks. I mean, I get a lot of help from my teammates. Like I said, like Chris, I think he has like an extremely high pickleball IQ. Um, always just gives me like little tidbits that I can like <clears throat> take away and work on. And yeah. his big thing with me is he's like, just get up to the kitchen. You'll be great there. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> I know he can help me even more. And then playing with Michael's a pleasure because he's just so nice and positive yeah, and totally quick and does yeah. ridiculous stuff. So it's, and it's fun playing with him too. So I, I, I just really enjoy the team in general. Too. We love that. Now we might have you do a quick little switch with your uh, GM really fast. It just uh, popped nice that off. Nice job tonight. And thank Great you, job. Yeah, you, you played unbelievable. Thanks, guys. 
great job. Mike, you come in. Throw those on however you want. It's a little bit bigger than hers. So. We know. <laughs> so, we are welcoming on the GM of the Gilbert Gladiators, Mike Gibbons. Wow, what a pickup you had. We actually had a quick conversation through text or telepathy. We don't know which one it was. And we were questioning if you were not the MVP of tonight's game. <laughs> and the reason being is you knew that this game was so critical, right? You Going down 0-2 in this league would be very difficult to come back from. You needed, you needed some momentum after coming off of a loss last week. And you guys made a pickup of Ashley Candle... Laria. And it paid off. Talk to us about that pickup and, and uh, talk to us about how she played tonight. Uh, first of all, she played amazing. Obviously, she had a little shaky start, which we, I think we've seen every player here, yeah. every their first time, it's, it's the same thing. But once she settled down, she was, she was lights out. And that double, the women's doubles match, like she just kind of took over and, totally. and that was the difference tonight you yeah know, her and uh, her and Steph had just amazing chemistry and uh, yeah you can look at the scoreboard and see why we won tonight absolutely absolutely and not only that so let's also take a look back at a few of the other matches so you guys go up early in the early in the match mm -hmm. that gives that that alleviates a lot of pressure correct correct absolutely so being up early just such a, I would call it just a momentum builder, essentially. You need, pickleball is a game of momentum. Getting that early start kind of puts a little of your, the rest of your team at ease and kind of gives you a little buffer for, like, the nerves that are coming in in that second quarter. Um, and then you get into that third quarter, and the game, I believe, was a three-point game at that point. You guys then basically take over and I know the first few points were a little were long and kind of like everybody's kind of getting into the role that third quarter but then it started taking off and what did you guys see from the sidelines and what were you telling your team in terms of strategy um, going into that third quarter making sure that the game was um, was kind of in hand by the end of the by the end of that um, we definitely saw some things Chris saw some things saw some openings in the middle yeah. so we really had them kind of focus you know putting the ball in the middle, put the ball on the ground, um, and don't hesitate to put a little bit of pressure on them. You know, when, when there's a ball a little bit up, you saw Ashley come across the middle there with her forehand and, you know, speed it up, not even a, a hard speed up, but just enough to put a little pressure on them. Got the ball up a little bit, and you saw what she can do with the ball when it went up yeah. high. So Yeah, um, no, there was, there was not... There might not have been a bigger forehand except for maybe Chris or Nico. Uh, no, probably just Chris today going through that middle. And then and probably not even then. Yeah, and then Steph. I mean, she got up. We hit, you know, got her dinking, and I don't think she missed. Like yeah. she just she was playing so she well, was just on fire. So yeah. Well, there's a reason why she ended up being the MVP over you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the and other thing that we well mentioned. Deserved. Well, the well other deserved. thing we mentioned is MVP is most valuable player. True. Um, it's not the MVGM. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's why you weren't really in the running I'm, as much. I'm, but we did want to recognize, um, you know, you made a you made a game time decision and you, and you made a little waiver wire pickup and it paid off. And, and so obviously great job. And, you know, 
I think right now starting people are starting to wonder, oh my gosh, is that waiver wire? It really made a difference today. Yeah. And it might make a difference going in a little bit further into the league when we get into the second, third, fourth weeks. Yeah, I mean, it was not an easy decision of course. by any stretch. It was it was one of the tougher things that, that I've had to do and, and I think it was the right decision and uh you know, Vicky is a great player and an even better person. Yep. Um and she was a professional and she she you know, confided in me that she's been dealing with an ankle injury and she hasn't been able to practice yeah. like she needs to to compete at this level and, and she didn't feel like she could give her all and, and so she she gracefully, you know, stepped away and, and Ashley just kinda of fell into our lap and found out about her and Nick and I got a chance to go over and, and play with her and see what she's all about and you know, she's just one a great player but she's also just a you know, great person, fun, um, you know, to be around. And, and I knew she was going to be a great fit, and she, yeah. she definitely showed it tonight. Yeah, I mean, she talk about positive energy. Yeah. She, she just, I mean, she could have easily came in here, and especially after the first two or three points, but just gone down the deep end. And she kind of came out, and she, she toughed through that for those first portions. Mm-hmm. And um, she talked to us about that before the game. She's, like, feeling a little bit, but... Um, she did really well, and you know what it's like to be the first time inside of this nice building. You know, lots of pressure on you to yeah. keep people safe. You've you've felt yes. that pressure before. It's, it's a lot of pressure, and I'm not even playing. Yeah. So, I did talk to the commissioner. So this kind of went down late uh, in the yeah. week. So, how did you guys come up with who she's going to play with, when she's going to play, where, what side? Yeah. Um, um, especially with Steph being one of her. Uh, strengths as the backhand. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, and that was the other thing. Um, well, with Vicky, right? They were, you know, her and Steph were both kind of right side players. So that was a, you know, that was the easy decision. And now we've got this big forehand on the left side. That that was easy. But as far as the matchups on the mixed, um, Steph and Mike, Michael have a lot of chemistry together. They've played together. So I think you saw it in the score tonight. They're very comfortable playing together. So that was kind of the decision there. As far as Chris, I mean, Chris is, I mean, his pickleball IQ is off, you know, off the charts. So having Chris, that calming influence, and just giving her little pointers here and there, you know, she she calmed down. Like, she missed a few, didn't bother Chris at all, right? And he just said, gave her a few pointers and a few pats on the back, and then she was off and running. So yeah. um, I knew Chris would be able to do that and handle that, and they haven't had a chance to play because Chris was killing it last weekend at the you know yeah. Mesa Open winning senior pro so um, they really didn't get any chance to play and Chris is battling hamstring injury so he couldn't play yesterday he's, he's got a rest um, so I think you're only going to see m- more and better chemistry but coming from those two going forward so I think I think I agree and you know it's a big pickup because now um, I believe if we look at this your next game is now April 25th yes so that's almost three weeks away. Exactly. So I mean, that's a um, that's a big opportunity for you guys to one for your team to get a little extra practice in a couple times in the next few weeks, but also um, let some bodies heal up, let people get kind of healthy again, and yep. see see if you can't uh, can't make a run at this uh, title here coming up. Um, yeah. That's going to be at the beginning of June. Yeah, we're definitely going to need it. Obviously, Tempe was came out. Hot. on fire um yeah amazing team so you know we're, we're looking forward to it but yeah we need to put in some 
put in some work and get ready for that match for sure. Yeah, and talking about these next few teams, I believe next week's game is the Tempe Tornadoes and the Scottsdale Scorchers. So we put together an original match, and this was the preseason match of these two teams. The Scottsdale Scorchers came out on, on top, and it was quite the game. But we're going into this this next game, essentially, blank slate. Tempe had a good win. Scottsdale lost a close one to the Peoria Pythons. But you know what? It's it was it's been very entertaining. Do you have a prediction for us? Being not really connected to either one yeah. of those teams, but but just you know, giving a little bit of a, a nugget for us here and a little treat for the show. I I mean, I'm really looking forward to the men's doubles. Paces on freaking cloud nine as he should be. We, we, it's an amazing win this I week. I don't want to. The, the hard part for me right now is that I gotta switch my mind and I gotta I gotta. I gotta kick pace on the knees really fast because <laughs> I actually got paired up against him first round at the next PPA. <laughs> so Pesta, I gotta come for you. So no, I'm just kidding. I, I love Pesta. He's been playing great. But and at, at the same time, you know, Kyle and Craig. I mean, Florida. They were just absolutely amazing. Two right? great. So, I mean, th there's gonna be. It's gonna be an unbelievable. Yeah, game. it's gonna be great. And then you got you know, of course, the, on the women's side, Dana was just on fire last time, and, and Michelle played great too so yeah i mean it, i don't know do it you gotta do it all right you gotta do it right here we go yep, yep gotta um do it. i'm gonna go with 54 46 54 46 tempe 54 46 tempe we're gonna ask all the scorchers about that one <laughs> <laughs> um no i appreciate you giving a little bit of a uh yeah, it's a little preview. It's that's definitely going to be a great really match. Good. Yeah, it'll be a fantastic match. And on top of that, we will have um, the OSG kind of um, ready to take on. I mean, that's that might be a big wild crowd again. Remember the first time? Yes. This is maybe Scottsdale Scorchers kind of come in. Last time they came in with a limo, Yeah, I think, and they were a little rowdy. And yeah, yeah. we might yeah, there we, might have been some alcohol involved. Yeah, you know, and... I so checked it out. So you gotta have all, you gotta really all, yes. be very tight on that that game next week. We may have the dogs here for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Bring the dogs. Bring the yes. dogs. All right. Well, with that said, thank you. I see you're drinking our official beer. Yes. Fat tire. Thank you. And uh, OSG, why don't you lock it down for us? Pickleballers. Been watching this game tonight. Maybe even the last six months to a year. And what you're noticing when you're watching these great players, pros play, you're really starting to see a lot of specialty uh, positions. Kind of like Dennis Rodman was in the NBA. Just a great rebounder. Randy Johnson is a great pitcher. Colin Johns plays right side specialist, kind of like Danny Jensen. You have A.J. Kohler, great lob. You have Irina Tarashenko, cut slice. You have lob specialist. Wait a minute. You don't want to be a lob specialist. Nobody likes a lob. You have Irina, you have Mike, uh, Matt Wright, professional talker whatever you choose you want your specialty to be just make sure 
get the ball over the net. Until the next episode, good night.